thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 130. My mistress's eyes are nothing like the sun. Coral is far more red than her lips red. If snow be white, why then her breasts are done. If hairs be wires, black wires grow on her head. I have seen roses, damped red and white, but no such roses see I in her cheeks. And in some perfume, there is more delight than in the breath that from my mistress reeks. I love to hear her speak, yet well I know that music hath a far more pleasing sound. I grant I never saw a goddess go. My mistress, when she walks, treads on the ground. And yet, by heaven, I think my love as rare as any she beliled with false compare. That was Sonnet 130. Undoubtedly the best sonnet ever written in the history of humanity and all alien species in the universe. I am Mark Chatterley and I am joined, as always, by a giggly... Jerry Healers. That That's probably because you haven't read Shakespeare in the original Klingon. <laughs> That would, I yeah, I hear this loses something in translation from Klingon to English. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which you can actually, if you know Klingon, you can actually read Shakespeare in Klingon because they've translated him. That's amazing. I know you can get Hamlet in Klingon. Yeah. Which is insane. It's because sad. Klingon is a real language. That's yeah, insane. People, there are native. There, well, there is at least one native speaker of Klingon. Native doesn't native mean yeah. that was yeah. your birth language? Yeah, yeah. One one uh, guy who raised his son by by only talking Klingon to him for the first four years, Whoa. and then the son's Klingon got better than his because native language, and and the son would have yeah, free reign yeah. to essentially create new words. That's that's basically what happened. The son's language skills in Klingon got beyond of of the dad's. Wow. That's insane. Imagine breaking That's... it to your kid that he, the language he thinks in and he's been raised in is made up from a TV show. Yeah. But then, I mean, that, that's how they brought Hebrew back from the being a dead language. They just started... Te- no, a group of people started teaching their children. But, but Klingon never was a real language. <laughs> it was. It was. That's amazing. That's... Wow. I need, there must be a documentary about that kid somewhere online. I've, I've got to find it. Probably. I've got to find it. Okay, Sonnet One Thirty. What do you think of Sonnet One Thirty? While you frantically I, um... gesticulate to your girlfriend to switch the light on. <laughs> I was, I was trying. <laughs> I was trying to avoid saying on the podcast. Could you please go and turn the lights on? <laughs> oh, it's really funny. I knew instantly what uh, you were trying to ask. There we go. Let there be light. It's, it's good. <laughs> There is light now. It's still bright outside, but I, I, the screen is very black. I what? Well, uh, what I, I? Well, as I said before, it's it's the only one of the uh, the Dark Lady sonnets that I actually know, and I I really like the the contradiction in this. It's just kind of saying there is nothing about you that is objectively culturally beautiful, but but to me, you still are. You 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 still are. You you are. The, the perfect being. I mean, it, it, my love is rare. I, I think my love is rare as she belied, and and any she belied with false compare. So it's it's. 
I don't know. But it's maybe it's it's almost like him thinking she's beautiful is purer yeah. than if if he thought that someone who's culturally beautiful yeah that is is that's just expected and and you just you like the norm there is nothing special about finding Emma Watson attractive to stay with that same yeah kind of or, or finding David Beckham attractive. That's normal and and yeah. That's that's normal and expected almost. Like you're you're the weirdo if you um if you don't find them attractive. If if you don't find it attractive. Yeah, and and it's almost I he loves her in spite of her not living up to those things, but I think it goes one more than that because it doesn't just use references to what's attractive at the time. He's using the goddess. He's using the 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 font of where all attractiveness comes from, the, the most attractive. So it's... she. He's comparing her to something which is beauty indescribable, beauty in its purest, and saying, you're nowhere near that, yet I still love you. I, I think I'd love it. I'd love it because yeah, it's, yeah. It, its theme is about looking past someone's faults and and i know people who don't like this because they see it as just criticism from shakespeare to the to the dark lady but i don't think it should be but, taken but it far. isn't it it i guess you could see it as criticism because he is saying you you are in the standard yes but that's not really what he's saying he he's not he he's saying you're not the standard which is and that is why you're beautiful. Yeah, and and yeah, you are beautiful because you're not normal. Or not normal is the wrong word, but you're not expected. Well, normal as in well, yeah, normal is the right word. Normal as in the norm. Yes. What what's normally expected? Um, but also yeah. nothing that because he's using the goddess as as uh, at the end. Uh, I grant I never saw a goddess go. Um, everything in contrast to that just like we had with everything in contrast to the fair youth because he elevated the fair youth to that level nothing can compare to it so even the most beautiful person who is normally attractive at this time would her breath would still reek compared to the goddess and and yeah yeah i i just love it i and i love the the grounding of it, the, and, and literally the grounded. I grant I never saw a goddess go. My mistress, when she walks, treads on the ground. And the word treads there, it's it's not... She doesn't walk on the ground. She doesn't float. She doesn't glide. She treads. She's a normal, yeah. everyday person. And I think that's it's it's a love poem for normal people, for, for, <laughs> for, for average-looking people. It's a love poem for me. That's what it is. It's... You're a bit overweight. Yeah. You're you're a bit weird. Your hair's a complete mess. But you know, I love you anyway. You're my chubby teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> you have a way of making phrases that should sound nice sound utterly creepy. <laughs> Grandma's chicken salad. <laughs> yeah, you make that sound creepy. Have that? Have you? You have you never seen Friends? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he, he makes it sexy though, not creepy? Yeah, yeah. They just. Um... Yeah, that's the whole point about anything he says is uh, it's going to turn weird. <laughs> ah, but <clears throat> yeah, I love this sonnet. Um, I, I've loved it forever. 
I think it's one of the first sonnets I ever really read and just love it. I I think it just stuck with me just mainly because I did it in school. Yeah. I I'm not I I, I don't know if if I would have remembered it beyond that. I mean rereading it now, I, I think it's a great sonnet. It also works. I think it's it's one of the sonnets that works very well in our in our modern English as well. The the sentence construction's pretty much normal. The rhyming, all of the rhymes work in modern English still. There's there's no in most sonnets there's one rhyme that doesn't work anymore because we pronounce words differently, but all of yeah, these work. Yeah. Yeah, this actually works. So I think maybe it's maybe it is because it's his most modern of the sonnets, modern being in terms of how we can on, read it. On expectedly yeah because i mean he couldn't have foreseen no no of course how language would evolve over the next 400 years so there is that and and i just love it there's a wonderful um video i might try and take the clip from youtube of um catherine tate doing one of her characters reading this sonnet oh dear Uh, doing lauren that school kid that always goes am i bothered i'm not bothered oh god david tent comes and starts teaching them english and and she keeps calling him the Doctor because he had just become Doctor Who and oh yeah didn't they do that for um, children in need children in need or comic Red relief or something one, like that one of those yeah and at the end to prove that he she just, knows English yeah. she reads this sonnet in the most kind of guttural Bristolian sort of street language oh it's wonderful I might I might try and stick that <laughs> at the end because it's very good but it, I that, that, I did like that clip mainly just. Walter for David Tannen. Yes. They're just turning out to be the doctor. <laughs> yeah. He shrinks her or something, doesn't he? Yeah, he does something. He takes out this sonic screwdriver and shrinks her. That's good. Yeah. Um I don't have much more to say other because I'm just gushing about how much I love this sonnet. <laughs> be critical. Let's see if if if, if Wikipedia's got mm. any talk about this. I I mean the imagery is very very simple. White snow, hair of wires. There's, there's not. There aren't any original comparisons in this, although I guess that that makes it so easy to read nowadays. But there are like he's not coming up with elaborate images. Like the 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 good thing about the the sonnet is is saying she is nothing like those things, but they're still very grounded images the the rosy cheeks the the white as snow the yes but that, that that's because he's subverting them not he's subverting them by negatively reflecting them rather than positively so it wouldn't it wouldn't have worked so much if he came up with his own new novel if he, if he took non-conventional yeah that is true so it's taking the conventional and flipping it, yeah. It, and it starts out... He's taking the cliches and, and, and subverting yeah. them, essentially. And the fact that it starts out... The first line is, my mistress's eyes are nothing like the sun. It's instantly, you're thrown into it as, this isn't a conventional love sonnet. It's... Uh, Her eyes are black. Yeah, yeah, black, dark eyes. And I love <clears> the um, description, which is maybe a slightly un-PC... Uh, as much as I hate the term politically correct, it's maybe because it just means nice. It's not a very nice um, contrast. The if hair be wires, black wires grow on her head. And, and and again, it goes back to that Chris Brock documentary I watched, which was actually really interesting um, about how even in in Black American culture, 
he the, the documentary was showing anyway i don't know how prevalent it is was that they don't like the hair they don't like how curly it is how coarse it is compared to to hair of uh, asian women or or caucasian women caucasians yeah. and and it's just so i don't know you get an image of her i think in this this yeah I, I guess they wouldn't. Would they have been able to straighten their hair? Oh, back then, uh, I don't think I, so. I can't really. No, because see I how. believe I watched a, another documentary about Edwardian times, and I think it was in the Edwardian times they started with hair straightening products. Hmm. Yeah, horrible, horrible contraptions in Edwardian times that that had the because they had electricity then, so they were able to heat things up easily. <laughs> Which is essentially what hair straighteners yeah. are now. They're just... I mean, it smells like burning. Yeah. Yeah, I used to straighten my hair every day. I went through a kind of phase. It wasn't good. Wait, what? Uh, I need to see pictures. Really? Uh, I want to see pictures of you with straightened hair. It's not, it wasn't hugely long hair, but it was straight. I'll dig one out for you now on Facebook. If you if you talk for a bit, I'll dig one out. I, I completely forgot. Well, um... <clears throat> the 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 coarse hair, yeah. I guess the the black wires growing. It, it does very much give you an image of. Oh, what's the word? Very uh, hair that is not very easily combed is is very yeah crazy. I can't think of the English word. Yeah, cr- hmm? what, crazy oh, sorry, all over the place. I would say yeah, yeah, uncontrolled. Yeah, Un- yeah. Just just you you have a bad hair day every day, basically. <laughs> Yeah, and and I, all of the descriptions of the of the of the dark lady at that point are really down to earth. They're, they're not flattering. They're not. Yeah, no such roses see I in her cheeks, and just like there, there is no color in you. You're just pale white with black eyes <laughs> and and black crazy hair. Yeah. And, and human. I think maybe that's what I like about it. The overarching feeling I get from this is that he's in love with a human. Whereas you, we've gone through the fair youth and it's all... It's very much on a golden pedestal. Yeah, kind on of. par with God. And and suddenly he's now got a relationship where it's all very human. It is kind of weird. I mean, if you got that poem as a... As, as a woman, as as the as the lover or potential lover, I'm not sure how that would make you feel, because you would probably expect to be put on the pedestal. You you would want the other person to um, raise you to to something more than you are. Yeah. You you would want to be something special to the other person, and if the other person just walked up to him and was like, "You're very plain looking, <laughs> but I kind of like you," it, it's. Yeah, not romantic at all. In that way, you hope he doesn't give her this sonnet. This is this is how you yeah, hope he describes yeah. her to his friends. She she's maybe not conventionally good looking, but I love her. She's in my eyes perfect, even though she's probably not in your eyes. You wouldn't want to be telling her that to her face. Yeah, no, you would you wouldn't want to tell her. How, how special she is and how beautiful she is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't do that either. What, tell people... I tell her she's just horrible they look. You, you you have a very interesting way with women. It's kind of as if you 
<laughs> don't want to be around them. Treat them mean and keep them keen. That's that's your <laughs> how you live your life, isn't it, with women? Oh, that's that's a fantastic slogan. <laughs> There's another one. I can't remember what the second one is, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's not like I. I my other half would would treat me with much respect. <laughs> she loves. It's all you. very much. It's it's all very much being evil to each other. It's true. I've seen them together. All they do is bicker. Yeah, yeah. And she's. I mean, I just yeah. But you, your relationship, it works for you, and that's all that matters. Yeah, I don't think it would for anyone else. Not, not at all. I don't know if anyone else just... would put up with you, to be honest. <laughs> what with, with with both of us, or just no, with just me? just with you. <laughs> Jenna, I could see, I could see people that's... being with her. That's not a problem. But that's that's very nice Thank of you. you. I have had other girlfriends before. It's not that. I mean, I, I sometimes I find I've one. never I've never seen or or heard of any of them before, so I don't believe you. I I will I I can send you pictures. <laughs> I could send you pictures. <laughs> that doesn't prove anything. I will Snapchat you nudes. <laughs> Just of me. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's we can go with that. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not on Snapchat. Should am I missing out? Should I go on Snapchat? I don't know. I I haven't used it in a while. Yeah, I see, it's just it. You, it's really just we we just use it for very silly pictures. Yeah, it's not. Um, I'm I'm sure you do. I'm not going to delve into that at all. I think you should read us out on Sonnet One Thirty. I know we haven't really. It's quite a simple sonnet on on the face of it. It's a very simple sonnet. If you don't understand it, then I, we can't help yeah. you. Sorry. Go go to an academic. I'm sure they'll explain it in much simpler terms. Uh, well, simpler, <laughs> complex terms. They they will write a 600 page essay on it and say the same thing that scholars have said for 400 years, but with slightly more complicated words. And that's all that matters when you're writing essays in English. It's complicated that's, words. That's yeah. Just thesaurus.com. <laughs> that's and you're done. You you get your. Uh, What's the first? That's the one. Maybe that's what your, your, we should your... go into as in here. We we should write people's academic um, essays for them. Oh, for 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 <laughs> a study purposes only, not for you to hand in. That would be wrong. Yeah, no, that's it's 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 very much a legal grey area already. <laughs> maybe we should. Well, maybe we shouldn't. No, because they would be. This sonnet is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Mark really loves sonnet one hundred and thirty. <laughs> It subverts cliches. Yeah. I like it. Here is our episode. Oh, we should, so you should still be able to podcast rather than write an essays. <laughs> right. I think you should read us out. Sonnet 130. My mistress' eyes are nothing like the sun. Coral is far more red than her lips red. If snow be white, why then her breasts are done. If hairs be wires, black wires grow on her head. I have seen roses damasked, red and white, but no such raises. I see raisins <laughs> in her cheeks. Raisins are nice. But no such roses see I in her cheeks, and in some perfumes is there more delight than in the breath that from my mistress reeks. I love to hear her speak, yet well I know that music hath a far more pleasing sound. I grant I never saw a goddess go, my mistress, when she walks, treads on the ground. 
And yet by heaven I think my love as rare as any she belied with false compare. Excellent. That was Sonnet 130 of Shakespeare's Sonnets, the best sonnet otherwise known as. I have been Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at inearent. And I have been Thierry Hillers, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And we shall see you all next time for Sonnet 130, which I have no opinion on either way, because I've not read it yet. 131. That's what I I said. Shush, everyone. I said 131. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.